You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Father John Rutten. And we're broadcasting this morning from John Paul, St. John Paul II Parish in Harrisburg, South Dakota. And those beep boop beep boop. That means you got a call. Yeah. Oh, you're you're excited? Well, of course. It's straight talk, folks, so you can call in with any questions that you might have for Father John Rutten. And I always love to ask Father John Rutten questions because he has an interesting perspective. So there's and a I don't like being asked questions because what if I'm wrong? I know. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's all of That's us. a humbling thing when you find something <laughs> out. Like later on, you're like, oh my gosh, I've been telling people what for how long? <laughs> so <laughs> I if hope you, it's not defeated. <laughs> yeah, if you wanted to ask Father John a question, no question is too simple. Give us a call, 877-795-0122. Again, our phone number is 877-795-0122. Or you can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. Well, before the segment started, we were talking about how Rutten Radio used to be a two-hour program, and Joe used to ask the questions. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? Why did Joe get to ask the questions? <laughs> oh, because that's Joe, right? He's like, oh, I'm going to make these people feel the hot seat. Uh, <laughs> you yeah, yeah. are a priest. Yeah, he, he usually sees fun things like that and knows how to <laughs> make something humorous. So, yeah. yeah. So this time, the listeners get to ask the questions. And you can call in just like Claire has. Um, you can call 877-795-0122. Again, 877- Seven 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 nine five zero one two two, and you can also submit a question. Um, you know, if you want to call in, and but you don't want to be on the radio, if that makes you nervous, we get it. It's not scary, I promise. But you can also leave your question with the receptionist. So eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. So let's head over to the phone. We've got Claire from Holly. Good morning, Claire. Oh, I guess we just. She's not on yet. Just kidding, folks. Just kidding. So we're going to wait for Claire, and she has a question, but you can call in, submit anything on Facebook. That's the name of the game. That's what we're doing. Yes. Straight talk. So 877-795-0122. So Rutten Radio has now gone network-wide. Tell us a little bit about what Rutten Radio is. Rutten Radio is three brothers. There's Nine children in the Rutten family, but three of the brothers are sort of formed theologically, philosophically. Joe was in the seminary. He's now married, though, and three children. And then Father Paul and myself, both priests. And we get together for an hour. We review a movie that is broad-ranging and sort of look for dynamics of faith or dynamics of the human journey that are within the movie. Mm-hmm. And then usually have a topic for another half hour. Um, really, what it is is our friendship. Mm-hmm. And we let all of you listen. <laughs> <laughs> and the we next Rotten Radio is fantastic. Yeah? What do yes. you have going on? We're reviewing Tommy Boy. What? Yes. Have you guys lost your mind? <laughs> no. Does Steve and Brandon this, know this? <laughs> this, this, is, this is why Rutten Radio is successful. Is because we go where no one else will go. <laughs> and, people are, and then people are amazed. And they're like, oh my gosh, I never would have seen it like that. Yes. So, 
Yeah. Well, uh, Tommy Boy. And you're teaching us to put on maybe different glasses with life. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you just kind of have to gl- learn. View the world. Yeah, you have to learn. You know, nothing, uh, a Christian shouldn't fear anything. A Christian should be able to go into everything. And where there is truth, it is Catholic. And so we can sort of like look at everything and we become discerned. We're like, ah, that's where I'm going to enter. And they're not even going to know where I'm taking them. Yeah. You know, but instead, a lot of times as Catholics, we come like fully armed and then nobody wants to engage us because mm-hmm. they think we're going to start, you know, the six shooters are coming out. Yeah. Um, so. That's kind of we don't we we do a, wa- a wide range of movies, but uh, Tommy Boy was come about. You know, it's February. We're in the Midwest. It's cold. People are inside. Like we need. You know, this is the time when life gets really difficult. Yeah. So we need the to holidays laugh, are over. Yeah. 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 We need. Uh, so we have Tommy Boy coming up, but there's a really beautiful part of it that um, hmm. is interesting, different than we've had before. So. so and then I think the one after that we're doing 1917. So, oh, really? Mm-hmm. So you go from one spectrum to the other. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Anything yeah. goes. So that's Rutten Radio, and that broadcasts the first Wednesday of every month at 7 a.m. Central. So be sure to tune in. We're in the middle of Straight Talk with Father John Rutten. You can call in and ask any questions that you might have of him. Our number is 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. Zero one two two, or you can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. So Rutten Radio has been going on for a few years now, which is hard to believe. But thinking back at your relationship with your brothers, how has Rutten Radio changed, or has it changed that relationship between the three of you, or what does that look like now? Yeah, the Rutten Radio really, in essence, is a friendship among the three of us. And when we started it. We sort of thought we were doing something for you, or we mm-hmm. felt like we were being asked, hey, would you do a radio show? You know, I mean, it was a good thing, but we mm-hmm. were in differing positions, but it was immediately apparent that this that something was happening among us, and this was the means with it it should happen. So we've mm-hmm. become really strong, uh, stronger brotherhood, and we know each other in a totally different way because of the radio program. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and it's fun to be able to... It's almost like, you know, we as the listening audience get invited to sit down and have a cup of coffee with the three of you. Exactly. You know? Yes. And it's like, we're the little fly on the wall and we get to listen to your conversation between th- the three of you and it's just yeah. fabulous. And I think that's a part of the dynamic when, when I say Tommy boy in your face, like, <laughs> what <laughs> is the thing? Like, so often we don't put public the thing that's actually a part of our life. Yeah. And then people don't understand how to get to where we are. They think we're separate or they take a path. They're like, that doesn't oh, make I sense. I could never give up Tommy Boy. Yeah. You know? And so you, they yeah. see, oh, well, the Ruttons have seen that movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, like half my vocabulary came from that movie until I was about 26. You know? yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's you. beautiful. I love it. I love it. Great. Okay. So Claire is now on the line. Claire, are you with us? And you have a question for Father John. Yes. Um, it is, um, why did the church have the Inquisition? Why was it looked upon so negatively? And um, what is the truth about it? That's a good question. The yes. Inquisition, that's a big question. I didn't bring my, uh, my, my textbooks with me to answer <laughs> that question. But in a real simple way, the Inquisition is um, a way to ensure that those that were coming into the church in the 15th century it sort of arises and mm-hmm. um, people were were entering Catholicism Christianity was was the only was there and um, 
at that time, the Reformation, all that stuff we have to sort of think about afterward. And if you were coming in and you were a Muslim, you can think about Spain, right? The Muslims, many Muslims were in Spain mm-hmm. and they met the church. They met Christianity. You uh, act you like I know of, these things. Yeah. Thank you for that look. Okay. So Spain has a long history of being uh, conquered by the Muslims. Really? Okay. And so there's the Moorish people and there's a whole history hmm. in Spain of of the, the Muslims being there. The Jews obviously were there for many reasons, but as they became Catholic, there there was this desire to inquire. Okay. okay. We think of inquisition as bad, but let's use the word inquiry. Inquire where you are in the uh, the integrity of your faith. Hmm. And so there was this process that began with the Inquisition. It's the Roman Inquisition, sort of from the church, but then Spain and the king and queen at the time sort of made their own Inquisition. Okay, mm-hmm. And then you can already see right from there, there's like a step. And then it just leads to all kinds of things that would require a history lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, and where some of the things weren't justified and you know so then you can pick out things in history so it kind of got out of control got out of control or was um means that we would never use today you know it's like um you know i can't speak for the time but we clearly would not do that today and we would say that that would be wrong the times back then were in different circumstances Mm -hmm. so the inquisition is just a way to ensure the authenticity of the faith um and then people who have power mm-hmm. can utilize it. I, I think about this as a way I would look at it. It's much more brutal than this, but we're coming out of an age in which people could look at, back at the way people parented a hundred years ago and, yeah. and think we got to lock them all up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, people just spanked their kids with spoons. Yeah. Why? Because they wanted them to do the right thing. Did they go about it the right way? No. We know now there's a way to bring children up and to raise children in a way that, you know, you don't mm-hmm. uh, have to be so severe. But sometimes severity is a way to get someone where you want them to go in an easier way. You know, I mean, I look out at the yeah. congregation and I'm like, would you just, you know, <laughs> get with it? Or, you know, you do confirmation or you're teaching people and you, you just want to say, just do do it. And if you could just force everybody, you would. Well, when you have power, because you're the king and queen, you do have that mm-hmm. power. And so you can force in a way that wasn't, wasn't good. But um, originally, it's just um, to ensure the integrity of the faith, hmm. that people who were converting really were. And then it led into, you know, books and what are you writing? And is this mm. true? And does this match the church? And um, and today, you can just see the confusion that arises mm-hmm. when there isn't clarity about things. Mm-hmm. And so you can also see, oh, yeah, they just had the power to make sure that nobody wrote anything that confused anybody. Right, right. Um, Does that help at all, Claire? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, Thanks. thank you for your question. Yeah, Claire, do you mind me asking, like, your general age range? Um, 16. Great. Thank you, Claire, for asking such a clear question at that age, wow. because it can be really courageous. It's a really courageous thing, Claire, for you to have that question and to ask it. Um, I also uh, would recommend you doing some studies, too. So don't just take yep. my answer. But now that you got that, go look up some things on both sides. Like, what do both sides say about mm-hmm. it? 
And uh, um, I think you'll find there were some things that went too far, mm-hmm. but you'll see at its origin why it was there. Interesting. Okay. Thank you, Claire. Yep. All right. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can also change the conversation. Um, we have another caller that's waiting in the wings here that's going to change the conversation, but you can join in 877-795-0122. Again, that number is 877-795-0122, or you can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. We're asking Father John Rutten this morning, questions, and you... The Inquisition, really? That was your first question of the day. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like, uh, those are the hard ones, too, because there's so much. I mean, it's so easy to have a flip answer for something like that mm-hmm. or the Crusades. I mean, you could go for six credits of college course to explain that. I know. You did a great job, though. Well, thanks. So there you go. If you want to join in, the number is 877-795-0122. You can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. We have a couple lines open. We have Katie from Sioux Falls, and we're waiting for her to be ready to go on the air. So we'll see what her question is. I don't know if it's Kate or Katie. I never know. We'll find out, though. So, Father John Rutten is broadcasting with me, and we're broadcasting from the Harrisburg Catholic Church in Harrisburg. I should have said St. John Paul II. Yeah, St. John Paul II. And I saw a book. Pope Francis is coming out with a book uh, on, I think it's called The Meditations of St. John Paul II or something like that. Um, It's co-written. And the title of the book is St. John Paul the Great. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe we, maybe before you the church be is great. built, we uh, should ask you the bishop be to change her name to, but Well, you we'll know see. he's going to turn into great. Yeah, I also know history. Yeah. And yeah, everyone sort of, history tells us the truth, you know? Hmm. Sometimes, uh, I mean, I think, I think, but, you know. It's like uh, having a mom and dad. You know, everybody's, my mom and dad are the greatest. <laughs> you know, and you always think that. You always think that, you know, but you don't know. You just yes, give it some time. And, I hear you. Uh, what makes somebody yes. great maybe is different, you know. So yeah, you got to. I just partial. remember right right away everybody was like, John Paul the Great. And I was like, John Paul the Great. And then over time it's like, you know, stopped yeah. hearing it. And then I'm like, well, how does someone become that? Yeah. Is it just a matter of force if we can get everybody to say it? Yeah. Or is it the working of the Holy Spirit who sort of, mm, probably so maybe this is the beginning, you know? Well, and you mentioned briefly, um, somebody asked, uh, sent in a question in line with the Inquisition questioning, how do Catholics justify the Crusades? Yeah, I almost even went into that. I Isn't know, this interesting? That. So I there's a that. great book, Catholic and uh, Apologetics and Catholic Doctrine out there. It's got a yellow and gray cover. It's awesome. And it's just like this because you ask one question. You get the answer, and then it provokes another question, and it knows it. Really? Yes. So it's just like this. Say that you book talk, again. Uh, apologetics and Catholic Catholic doctrine. Do- doctrine. doctrine. It's okay. a catechism. Okay. It's awesome. It's the best there is. So in line with that, um, I wouldn't say that. Like it would be. I wouldn't say Catholics justify the Crusades. Like that's a way too broad of a statement. Okay. Yeah. The Crusades are simply. Do the Catholics have to justify the Crusades? Is another way to pro- prose it. No, I think the Catholics should understand the Crusades, so that we can talk about it. Uh, I like that. Um, it's kind of like a guy or gal whom 
uh, you live in a bad neighborhood and <laughs> you have someone break into your house. They, you don't find to see them, but you know they broke in. And then uh, the next time they break into the bedroom and um, someone's got to fend them off with a gun. Mm-hmm. And then something happens again sometime and you really got to start like going on the defense or on the offense okay Mm -hmm. so you're on the offense you're like trying to protect you're trying to keep out you're trying to protect every your house overrun you want everybody out that's what the crusades are and Hmm. the christians went to protect uh the holy land went to protect these sites and to Mm -hmm. drive out the muslims um quickly though and this is very common this is not an this is very similar to the inquisition secular powers or they're not secular at that time because they're religious people but the government powers or the the get control and it's a way for them to gain power Hmm. and so people like go overboard you Mm -hmm. can imagine when you're like frenzied with aren't humans naturally don't we tend to do that oh yeah i mean it's like (laughs) like, you know that's a i want an oreo but i now i need a double stuff and now they've got like a triple stuff have you uh seen that i mean it's just like you know more and more and more and so we do it in a negative way too and so instead Mm -hmm. of defending to the point of protection now, all of a sudden, the, the later crusades, so there's multiple crusades. That's why I say justify the crusades. Well, which crusade? Uh, and later, cru- the, the longer the crusades went on, the less it was about what the original crusades mm-hmm. were for. Um, so do Catholic, how did Catholics justify the crusades? I would say uh, in defense, in protection, but you got to know what crusade you're talking about. And... Education. We don't have to defend things in the past that were horrendous. The church is filled with people that can do horrendous things. Yeah, because uh, we're a church of people. Yeah. So, uh, and then I would say in a way, like the the interesting thing to me is how this, the state and the church are connected because the same thing then happens with the Protestant Reformation, that in many ways the Protestant Reformation, the reason it succeeded is because temporal powers, government authorities wanted the land Hmm. that was connected to if they could get the church to separate from Rome, then they could have an influence and then over time. There's lots of reasons, but that's one of them. And so you see there's a history teacher. Well, I love history. It's like I can tell. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me want to go learn more. Yeah, it's super fascinating. I had a great professor that um, in the seminary that kind of was the one who got me connected to it. And I think the beauty of it is when you see the human dynamic at mm-hmm, work in history, mm-hmm. then you realize like, oh my gosh. It's still going on. It's still going on and it's connected, <laughs> you know, as opposed to just a flat right. look back at the past. It's never black and white. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you want to join in on the conversation, the number is 877-795-0122. We have a call in from Kate or Katie um, from Sioux Falls. The number is 877-795-0122. And Kate, you have a question for Father John. Actually, I have two. Good morning, both of you. Um, Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Um, One, I have, I'm old, and I don't know what Tommy Boy is. And why okay. you would, that's, I assume it's a movie. Yes. Yes. And um, why you would pick that to to discuss. And the second oh. question is, my son thinks he's an atheist. He's 28. Um, he was brought up a Protestant, so um, before I came back to the church, I'm a believer. 
So I would like to know, um, he said he, he agreed to read the book that I would send him. Um, he agreed to read what? He sent him a book he would read. Oh. Um, oh. We talk a lot about faith, Catholicism, atheism, the differences, what they believe, what they don't, you know, he and his girlfriend. And so um, uh, if you have a, a, a good book, I could send him on... Um, and uh, why atheism is not a good thing, written by an atheist turned Catholic, something that would help him understand mm. um, that coming back, coming into Catholicism or, or Christian faith again would, would not be such a bad thing. Great questions, Katie. Well, let's go with Tommy Boy first, shall we, Father? Tommy Boy. Thanks, Kate, for your question. Good to hear from you. And Tommy Boy is a movie, I think, 1995 it uh, was released. Uh, it has, um, oh my God, Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. Chris Farley. David it almost Spade. slipped my mind. Yeah, David Spade. Okay. Uh, there's an uh, so and um, so that's the movie. It's sort of in the line of Jim Carrey. Do you know who Jim Carrey is? Oh yeah, I'm not that yeah. old. So it's like so so yeah. So so uh, Tommy Boy is Chris Farley is sort of in the Jim Carrey world of humor okay. and John Belushi he's he's a comedian that uh oh, yeah. and Tommy Boy is like one of the movies that Chris Farley uh was the star of um that came okay. out in the 90s so a couple years after this uh Chris Farley commits suicide yeah. um so he's not unlike Robin Williams and right. uh so that's the movie and then why we chose why Rutten Brothers chose this um, it, just a couple of reasons. Number one is we really did say it's February. People are like yeah. hunkered down. Mm-hmm. We need something to laugh. It's very, very funny. Uh, uh-huh. And and a lot of people you'll see today, a lot of things from the 80s and the 90s are coming back. And so it's in a way like we're doing the same thing, not intentionally, but I can mm-hmm. see in hindsight that the adults of today are sort of like reliving again what it was like in their childhood. Uh. So there's a lot of people our age yeah. who have seen this movie, yeah. and it's just a way to dialogue, interact with them. And I think so if you next, go ahead. I think so. It's, it has nothing to do with the Tommy song um, that came out. Well, now that. I'm going to be able to express my ignorance. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> oh, one of those old bands. Um, you know, it was a rock song. Oh, okay. yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's, uh, so it, nope, it's not connected to the music. It's just uh, okay. uh, kind of a secular movie. And, and then we take okay. a look at it through the light of sort of the lens of being human and the lens of faith. And okay. um, there's there's themes that we draw out of it. I encourage everyone to listen next week and see it. It's probably mm-hmm. the movie that's most made people surprised. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, um, so, yeah, so t- tune in next to Wednesday morning, 7 to 8 to Rotten Radio and All see right. what you guys think. Okay. okay. And then okay. a book. What would be a good book for her yeah. to send for her so son? So is your son open? Yes. Is he is he really talk, looking for the truth? Well, I I ask him to look for the truth in everything, and I yeah, ask him. Is, I said, "Would he you be willing?" Well, I asked him if he would be because we talk a lot about it. He asked okay. a lot of questions. Oh, the good. UWTN has helped me. Oh, good. He so he has. Um, I said, "Would you read a book on atheism and Catholicism or whatever? Something if I yeah, that I would send to you?" And he said, "Yes." If I would read one, he could send to me too. 
Okay. So we've I would, to that. I would recommend a book called Generating Traces in the History of the World from Father Luigi Giussani. Generating oh, Giussani. Yep. Generating okay, generating, traces. Traces. Generating what? Traces. Traces. T-R-A-C-E-S. Yes. C-E-S, yes. Yep, in the history of the world. In and the I think history. the important thing about it is it puts a clear proposal of Christianity before it gets into the faith and reason. And... Um, you can go into it. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of recommendations for like apologetic kind of materials, which could be helpful too. Mm-hmm. I just don't know him. Sure. I'm just if I'm imagining his age, where he's at in this journey. The problem is we no longer see the human journey as a reasonable journey that includes encountering God. Yeah. And if you don't begin from that position, then Christianity makes no sense. Mm. Right. And so in there, there's a early on, within the first 20 pages, there's a, re, a dialogue between uh, faith and what he calls the religious sense, which is like the human person, the core of who we are. Mm-hmm. And the core mm-hmm. of who we are wants to account for everything. You want, yeah. you want, yeah. you want to make sense. Yeah. That's why he's asking questions. And it's mm-hmm. partly why I asked, is he interested in the truth? Because it's different if someone's really looking mm-hmm. versus I'm trying to convince somebody. Um, mm, so because yeah. he's asking you these questions, yeah, so I think this would be a great place because we're trying to account for everything. And eventually, if a person is honest with himself, their experience tells them, I keep like coming up against this thing that's beyond my reach. It's mm-hmm. like, and this is why people... Uh, are into Eastern religions. This is why right now people say I'm spiritual, not religious. I think we do ourselves a disfavor to discount people who say I'm spiritual, but not religious. Mm. We're t- they're telling us, I am trying to account for the fact that before your religious thing, I there's something in me mm. that's spiritual. And you want me mm-hmm. to just show up at your church and then start living by your rules. That doesn't mm-hmm. help me. There's something in me. Actually, that's the thing the Catholics should begin with. The religious sense, he calls that. it. Yeah. And so, yeah. Then, so then he needs to go on a journey to make sense of what does it mean that I'm made this way? Mm. Yeah. That I can't, there's this thing inside me that says there's more out there than what I can see. And if you yeah. can get someone to understand that, then all you have to say is, well, we say this is God. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he can say what he wants. Don't tell him. He can. And it was really fascinating. On NPR the other day, I was listening to this dialogue between people who are not of faith that I know of. And they were talking about how when you have a double mirror mm-hmm. and you look into the mirror, you see the reflection of the mirror. And then you see the reflection of the mirror and it goes back and oh, back yes. and back and back. Okay. Yes. They were talking about this as explaining why... Um, in this talk about evolution. So there's this new theory. Um, don't quote me on this, but <laughs> in particular, but in general, there's a new theory that was, that is like beyond evolution. It's not like creationism or evolution, but they're trying to understand this new thing that's possible. And it has to do with like reality and wow. what's behind reality. It was a fascinating conversation. And the guy says, uh-huh. all I know is it's like, we're looking in a mirror and we keep seeing, Mm -hmm. And it goes on and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. 
I just wanted yeah. to stop my car and scream, and we call that God. <laughs> you know, and so, so often we come wanting to get everybody to put God on it. Instead, if we help them take the path of their experience, they're going to see there's an infinite experience in everything that I can't explain. And then all we have to do is, well, we explain that by saying God. God. And then that Let makes you. It. Yeah. And then f- who Jesus is and all that can come after that. But uh, so that would be my generating Excellent. traces. Generating okay. traces. Well, thank you, Kate, for your question well, this morning. thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Right. And God bless you all. You, you too, too, Kate. Bye-bye. Well, Father John, straight talk's already over. Really? It was like three minutes Oh, my long. gosh. It went like so fast. <laughs> I was so nervous about straight talk. I was like, no. And you got the Inquisition. Wow. <laughs> well, thanks for all of those who called in this morning or wrote in your questions. Yeah, thank you. Um, up next, we get to hear how the start of a new parish here in Harrisburg has changed Emily O'Connor's life. And later in the show, we're about half an hour away from the start of this year's Know Your Faith competition. We'll talk with our hosts to get a feel for how things are shaping up at St. Mary's Central High School in Bismarck. We're broadcasting live from St. John Paul II Parish in Harrisburg. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Father John Rutten. Stay tuned for more Real Presence Live right after this.